Welcome back to Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Many of the world's leading oil and gas companies posted further losses in Q4 as weak fuel demand and production cuts eroded gains from higher oil prices. Capturing headlines was ExxonMobil, which posted a $22.4 billion net loss for 2020, its first annual loss since 1999, amid a 32% slump in revenues and a 5% decline in oil and gas output. Shell notably announced a raise in dividends for the first quarter by 4%, despite suffering a 71% slump in adjusted earnings in 2020 to a 15-year low of $4.85 billion. The Anglo-Dutch major shocked investors last year by cutting its quarterly dividend by two-thirds, its first reduction in payout since World War II. But it now sees brighter prospects as its cost-cutting measures take effect, divestments continue and the company counts on a summer recovery in prices. BP managed an underlying replacement cost profit of $115 million in Q4. Uh, avoiding a loss thanks largely to its 20% stake in Russian oil giant Rosneft, as well as lower underlying tax charges. While its main upstream and downstream businesses saw earnings tumble, the company generated $311 million from Rosneft versus a $177 million loss in the previous three months. BP is looking to pivot away from oil and gas and towards renewables and other low carbon activities over the next few years, announcing last year it would scale back hydrocarbon production by 40% by 2030, while boosting renewable power capacity to 50 gigawatts. It has ruled out divesting its share in Rosneft, though, despite the fact the Russian company's own climate targets are far less ambitious. Apparently, in an effort to reconcile its Russian activities with its green energy path, BP this week signed a deal with Rosneft to work together in carbon management and sustainability activities. They will cooperate in areas like renewables, carbon capture and hydrogen production, as well as methane reduction initiatives and energy efficiency. While BP is scaling back its oil and gas activities, Rosneft is embarking on a massive Arctic development known as Vostok Oil, which it estimates could one day produce over 2 million barrels per day of oil and 50 million tonnes per year of LNG. Sticking with Rosneft, the company is drawing up plans for a 30 million ton per year LNG plant to monetize a pair of gas discoveries recently made in the Arctic Kara Sea, according to Russian press reports. The company wants to build an LNG business to rival those of its domestic peers, Gazprom and Novatech, but it has had trouble getting projects off the ground because of insufficient gas resources. As previously reported by Natural Gas World, Rosneft wants to produce between 35 and 50 million tonnes per year of LNG on the Tymir Peninsula as part of its Vostok oil project, and is also eyeing 50 million, 15 million tonnes per year of LNG exports in the Far East. Russia's top LNG producer is Novatech, operator of the Yamal LNG plant. In an unwelcome turn for the company, the Russian, uh, the Energy Committee of Russia's lower house of parliament has proposed extra taxes or sales restrictions to be imposed on Yamal LNG to prevent competition in Europe with Gazprom and its pipeline gas. This competition drives down prices and causes losses for the Russian budget, some in government argue. Over in Norway, state-owned Equinor has announced a gas and oil discovery near the troll gas field in the North Sea. This marks the first find on the country's shelf this year. The discovery is between 44 and 69 million barrels of oil equivalent in size and is one of a, one of a number to have been found near Troll and the Fram field in recent years. 
Equinor plans to target other prospects in the area in the near future. Nigeria's Seplat has closed financing for the Anol gas processing plant, which will commercialize gas in the country's Imo state for use in power generation. Seplat has announced raising $260 million in debt from a consortium of banks, thanks also to $420 million of equity funding provided earlier. The project is now fully financed. The plant will handle up to 300 million cubic feet per day of gas from oil fields in the Seplat-operated OML 53 block and the adjacent Shell-operated OML 21 block. This gas will replace dirtier and more expensive diesel-fired power plants in the area. Over to uh, Brazil, China's State Power Investment Corp has closed the purchase of 33% interests in the GNA1 and GNA2 LNG2 power projects. The planned plants in Rio de Janeiro will be Latin America's late, largest, with a combined generation capacity of 3 gigawatts. Among the projects, other developers are Siemens, which is providing financing and engineering, and BP, which is supplying the LNG. Brazil is looking to expand LNG to power use to provide a cheap, environmentally cleaner and secure source of electricity to help drive economic growth and industry. This has been Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Thank you and see you next week.